Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Okay, so Bilk, this is uh, from uh, Central Victoria. It's one of the oldest wineries in Australia. Uh, it was established in 1860. Uh, in 19, uh, sorry, 2016, it was um, on the top vineyards of uh, Halliday. And, um, it's a vegan wine. It's car- all wine's vegan. Zero, all wine's yeah. vegan. They, come, they don't put pork in wine. That's why he wasn't saying anything. He's on the green side. And, uh, so it's a 2013 Cap Sav, so it's 100% Cap Sav. I think this is going to own the other two wines today. And it was was quite cheap, actually. So we'll see how we go. Bring your glass Sorry, there. guys. There's a Carbon Zero label on the back. So it's an environmentally friendly uh, wine. So uh, it was made, it's made out of 100% recycled plastics. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. God, I, I feel like so close to Maharishi Maizugi after three guys that I guess. Listen, oh, it's I nice. I said Australian One Nation Party, but it's, it's the Australian first family. Stand up, stand up. <laughs> no, so actually, that's bloody good. It's quite nice. It's old, but this this is the thing. It doesn't have the structure. If 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 you give it two seconds, it's gone. It's gone linear. Where the other one sounds like Chris in j- bed. Because <laughs> you'd know. Okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> I know he's still so he can't. <laughs> he's still so he can't sit down. <laughs> oh no! Can we talk about March for a second? Oh, Sorry, I'm confusing with the Stoics. <laughs> We're already up to May, April, oh, yeah. June. March, Banking Royal Commission. March, coronavirus. March, floods. March, all different years. Going we were going to go through all of these things anyway. So it's crazy, isn't it? Because uh, about a little bit more than, what is it, 15 months ago, yeah. we started with the flood. Then it went to the fire. Then we started COVID. And now we're back here. Fire flood. But this time it's pretty big. Yeah. I feel for these people. I mean, how many people can really stand back up, even if they're resilient after four? No. We talk about the resilience here. And there's like everyone got affected by the bushfires, okay? But there's a lot of the same people who get affected by the floods at the same time. And it happened in 2015 areas like Tarree and Port Macquarie that were absolutely smashed by the bushfires. Yeah. And now completely smashed by the... The floods, yeah. The floods. There's areas, you know, up our way for in the mountains. I'm lucky I live on top of a mountain that some of our areas were affected by the bushfires, but we'll never be affected by a flood if we do. The rest of the world's in trouble. Your carbon zero wine's not going to save us. <laughs> um, and it's those people that you just... Mate, uh, houses can be replaced, but how much can the human spirit take? Uh, business owners, how many times can you get back up? And it's not even from small stuff, you know. The fires don't take four minutes to recover from, but COVID distracted from all that, and now they're completely underwater. I just, you talk about the resilience, it's it's going to be tested, isn't it? Yeah, I feel for them. I feel for them, man. And, it's going to uh, be hard, man. It's been been big and you know, I didn't realise how close it was to home. I mean, a few people we know have been directly affected. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think that um, 
one of the things that we need to be doing is to become uh, more and more giving, all of us, and really pay attention to our neighbor and, 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 and what's happening. If we start from there, that's going to be a good start already. I mean, boys, you know that I'm, I'm trying to set up Empower for the moment to help people who have suffered through the year of uh, COVID. And it's about, like, everyone trying to do their best, you know. Uh, I watched uh, Wayne Bennett last week uh, giving a, a, a bit of a talk. And Wayne Bennett was talking in, in his book especially, but he was trying to, he said a few of those similar similar things in his speech. But Wayne Bennett talks about being involved and being committed. Every one of us uh, uh, try to be involved when it comes to this kind of catastrophe. But we need to be committed. And being committed, it means that, you know, we're going to have to sweat. We have to go the extra mile. We have to do things that we normally wouldn't do, that demand sacrifices, the things that we'd love to be doing, but we're going to have to forego in order to help. And I think that that's what it takes. I think Australia would be a much better place if we could really do this. I mean, in my talk, I, I was having a chat with Wayne, and I said, you know what? I'm not Australian-born. And people are going to have to ask themselves, no, I could have been a Vietnamese Australian-born. So I'm, I'm not Australian-born. And I, I don't even speak Vietnamese properly. Uh, I'm probably the only Vietnamese that's asking for a fork in an Asian restaurant. Well, I, re- I witnessed that. Yeah, yeah you, you, you saw, saw yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Well, so why would I want to do this? And mainly because I live in this country. So if we can't see ourselves as a human being and do our best to help, then what are we doing, you know? And, and I think that's what Australia is going through. Yes, we, we pull through COVID mainly, main, mainly because I think that the Australian population was more disciplined than anybody else. But we're starting to be tired of all of these issues. And this is where resilience being tested Resilience not tested when you get one thing and you just bounce back. Resilience tested when you got four or five things and you just bounce back. But it's more than that. Those of us who are doing well, we need to go out there and really try and help the rest of the population. Here's the problem with people that are just doing it for social media likes because you can't put a photo up for every cause that needs to be on at the moment. That's the difference between being involved. Oh, yeah, I went and helped for four minutes so I could get a post on Facebook. Yeah. Or being committed, which is doing it without... Try doing something good for the world without putting it on Instagram. There's your challenge. That that will tell you whether you can really sleep at night. And that's... we, we well, I think we've got a lot of people... You know, the Anzac spirit, we talk about all that stuff. And even though I think we've spoken on here before about it being slowly eroded away, I think there are enough... Yeah people in the country that still have that in them you see that daily but for anyone else who's pretending to have that in them or doing it wearing a uniform for show maybe it's time you, you have a look and dig deep you know there's a there's a handful of people i think that are using social media for the right purpose in circumstances like we're going through with the floods they can put it out there and and, and raise money and i know a lot of people did that through the fires but unfortunately they weren't directed the right way and the right people weren't doing it. Um, you need to get the right people to do it. But I think social media can play a, a, a good role in that as well. Yeah, it can. But then you get, look, you get the situation where they had the fundraiser for the bushfires with that comedian and because everyone was just that keen to have their five minutes of social media fame, they didn't realise that all the money that they're donating couldn't actually go to anyone who they could help. It all went to the RFS, you know, because I'll never forget... 
the Lint Cafe shootings, right? And the Lint, yeah, yeah. The, the, in the city, Martin Place. Yeah. The amount of people on my timeline who went to Martin Place to lay a flower down but took a selfie while they were doing it. I uh, went today to pay tribute. Can you just tell us all their names so that yeah. we can actually shame them on our podcast? Yeah, you know, but I went to Martin Place today to pay tribute. You weren't there to pay tribute. You are there to get a photo for social media. Right? And you, you were willing to catch a train and go to the city to do it if you were there to pay tribute. And that's that's the sort of mentality I'm talking about. That's, that's where... All right, he, he, here's the thing. The flowers, the social media, should they not be there with the flowers? And miss out on their nice photos. What are you doing things for? We spoke about it. That's the book. Why? Why? I, I get. I, I get it. I get it. But if they can honestly sit with themselves and say, "I'm here for the right reasons," and while I'm here, I'm going to take a photo. Different story. What are the chances, though? I think a lot of people do believe that, though. That's the unfortunate uh, thing again. They I want, think. No, they want people to believe that. But maybe they took a photo to send to their friends, so to to let their friends know, "Hey, listen, guys." Come down here and do the same as me. Character is what you're doing when no one's watching. I, I get it, but uh, we, we, need, we need to explore the other side, bro. We, yeah, we, we, we not need to talk stories. That's what I got you two for. <laughs> I, got my, I got my side. Uh, God. Okay, so let's have a look. What else happened this month? One year of COVID shutdown. People fighting over whether so the this vaccine's week, good or the vaccine's bad. This week represent one year of shutdown for a lot of elderly it's a year of being isolated. We know that. There's that. There's AstraZeneca. Virus. Um, virus. My, my parents, for example, in Belgium, they, they in Belgium, they've still isolated, even though they just got their first shot of Pfizer. They just got their first shot, and mum and dad, uh, mum is dancing, saying, no, we've got no uh, side effects, no, no, nothing at all. And I look at that, and I'm thinking, dad, you've, you've aged. Do you think that's because of just being isolated yeah i think so listen mate try to be isolated for a year there's a reason that people in solitary confinement go mental mate absolutely yeah, i mean you, you tell Sorry, me that's a horrible word but you, you yeah. tell me when you're 91 he's 91 now and you go into a year of isolation it's not a year for you it's the last seconds of your life right and so you 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 go through a a time when you're now thinking hold on Am I dead already? Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of things. And for the moment, at our age, if we walk in long enough or far enough, we actually would feel fitter. We, we actually would lose weight. But at 91, how far could you walk? You know? So I, I think that uh, for people who've been isolated for a year in Europe, it's, it's mad. That isolation for your dad would have been very hard. And... You're right in saying that a lot of stimulation that I know that the elderly <coughs> need and so forth would have been missing. Yeah. And that's going to affect Let, him considerably. Let's try and be controversial, but how many how many of our elderly actually contract a disease like Alzheimer or, or, or other disease because of this isolation? You never hear You tell me. How, all right. It's not been found. Therefore, my, my fake news has got some leg to stand on. But... Who's to say they've been locked up in the room, not being able to touch their loved ones has not affected them at their age? They've it's proven the that newborn babies need the touch of touch. human. They need, and it doesn't need to be the mother, Just they just need touch. to be held. 
They just need to be held to so develop. What the elderly can't? So exact, that's exactly what I was going to say. And the, the, this is some of the things. It's across all aspects, TL, because how many divorces are because of... Too much touching. And, and, well, mate, In I, Parliament. I've been, called out, I've been called out to more separations than ever before in my career. I don't think that's a coincidence. How many we've spoken about before? How many other deaths have been caused by the actions that were taken because of this disease, outside of the disease itself? Now we can't even get people to agree whether the vaccine's good, bad, or otherwise. They're rolling it out, but then they're stopping it. The government's now got a website for vaccine misinformation. I'm sorry, but how do we know that you're not giving the misinformation? Like, but I think that COVID also has shown that we are giving a few hundreds people. At the top of our governmental tree, right, the opportunity or the ability to make a decision for the rest of, rest of the population. Mm. We need to be careful too, right? Because this is where the, the cynicism happened. Like, my children have already asked me, if the vaccine was here, what do we do now, Dad? And I said, whatever you guys want. I need to go back to Belgium and visit my parents. I will take the vaccine. That goes without saying. And my twins actually said to me, they're 13, they said, we're not having it. So they will forego visiting their grandparents because, yes, they've got so many years ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's amongst the kids. So I've got a son the same age as your twins, and they're all over YouTube doing polls and doing spoofs and memes about not taking the vaccine. So that's popular culture for kids their age at the moment. I don't think they re- understand. The twins might be different because they're... they're very well informed generally, but generally speaking, you've got all these kids saying, I won't take it without knowing really why they're not taking it because it's popular, but I, I tend to agree with them though. No, I understand, I understand yeah. that, but have you been following the news today that in Brazil there is a surge and looks like the third wave is really bad, but it's now hitting the young people? Well, now you're now the parents. What do you do? Well, what I, do you tell ask, your child? I ask you because you just said you didn't tell yours. You said do whatever you want. And I, I, I go... Yeah, but that's, 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 that my, that's my choice. What is your choice? Are you going to be do whatever you want or do what I think is right oh, for you? Probably because I'm a control freak and I, I would do what I say. And here you go. So I, I think if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for my children. I'd have to go first. We'll die at the same time. Exactly right. Or, <laughs> or turn into zombies, whichever one happens first. I'm not going to. Um, I won't take anything unless because I've been skeptical about the whole disease the whole time. Anyway, I'm not going to take. I don't have a situation where I need to fly to another country to be around. Yeah. Um, I do have. You know, my mum won't get on a plane and, and won't even get on a plane in July to come to Noosa with us. So we're going to drive. So maybe I need to think deeper in about your new that. car. Hopefully, maybe I need to think harder about that. But TL and I have spoken about this. If it came to a situation where I had to take it, I still I wouldn't put it on the kids. There's no way I wouldn't. Put I, it on I the think kids. as adults, as kids at our age, you've got. Uh, how old are your kids? You've got the your thirteen, eldest nine, and five. Thirteen, nine, and five. Mine's 14, thirteen and, and fifteen. Um, I'd have that conversation with them and make my choice their choice. Yeah, and have that sell it to them and yeah. <clears throat> but I would lead by example and I would take it first. However, my, my choice is at the moment, at the moment, not to have it done. Okay. Not to take it. Why is that? Uh, I don't believe it's necessary. Why is that? Because I want to see if there is any side effects. I want to see what happens to the, the majority of people happening, if it's effective. Because really, we're not. A, everyone's calling it as a vaccine, but are we sure that it stops it? 
Yeah. Well, I still, I come, back, sure that it I stops still it. come back to the flu kills more people. More people have died from suicide. <laughs> we had that conversation. All that yeah. sort of stuff. That's where I come back yeah. to. So why are we rushing to put this unproven stuff in our bodies for something that on the mortality rate side of things is lower than a lot of other staff? Right. And that, that goes back to when this all first started and we thought it was a massive overreaction. I, I haven't changed from that. Yeah. We've all where, become used to it. Where I think they sad. should start with the vaccine is anyone who's flying home must have the vaccine. Yeah, stop letting people into the country. All right, you must do your 14 days overseas, mm -hmm. get the vaccine, then you hop on the plane. What about that one? Perfect. Huh? So you either have a passport of vaccination to get out of the country, or you get your vaccination, which is two shots, by the way. So my parents, are the uh, Pfizer, so and the Pfizer is one month apart between first and second shot. But you're going to come back, get a vaccine, Isolate yourself, then you can hop on the plane and come over here. Why do we do it here? Apparently, there's um, there's many, so many thousands of rooms where people haven't paid their money. And 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 I think that we need to start now a row on wine and wisdom, denouncing all of these people who haven't paid, who actually came home and said they were going to pay for it and did not pay for the 14 days isolation, like uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk. <laughs> who said she'd pay New South Wales for storing all their people and is now refusing a $30 million bill. Good on well, you. We, we should name her. <laughs> well, he, she would be the first why name. The, why, let me ask on leadership. I digress, Well, I don't digress. Why the fuck would you pay whatever, how many thousands it is they try and hit you up for a stay in a hotel room when you hear premiers doing shit like, oh, yeah, I know, I said we'd pay for our people, but we're not going to pay anymore. Why would why would you? Why would you? Because good enough for them. Because you're going to do the right thing, no matter what other people yeah, do. Yeah, I get you. But is is that the uh, majority of the world, or is that the minority? I think the majority of people try and do the right thing. But you could understand that's a bloody good excuse to stand up and say, "Your Honour, if uh, the Premier of Queensland doesn't have to pay her bill, then why do I?" It's a, it's a good point. I'm Cam. not saying I wouldn't pay my bill, but I'm saying why you know. But you, you would do anything not to pay your bills anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I'm a tight and I'm a Scrooge and, you know, all that stuff. But um, it's, a, it's a bloody good argument. When the politicians start paying their bills, the people should pay theirs. Right? But if the, if the leaders don't have to or if the leaders refuse, the leaders go first. And, and, and most of the shit we've spoken about on this podcast is... Uh, so she's she's actually refused to pay. It was it was a few weeks ago. Now this is a bit old news, but that Berejiklian had to send, send her the invoice for thirty million, and they got up in Parliament and said, "There's no way we'll pay it. Not a chance in hell. New South Wales can get stuffed. It should be the federal government that's paying it, even though hotel quarantine has been a state issue since it started. Wow. It's been made very clear, which is why Victoria got so stuffed because um, Chairman Dan, yeah, so. You want people to pay TL, and I get it, and they should because it's the right thing to do. And well, and the leaders are leading by example doing that. You know, good for the goose, good for the gander. And she just got re-elected. So, what what inspiration has anyone got to do the right thing? You know, in a very broad sense. I know they, I know everyone still should, and that's what we're talking about, and that's the book we're reading, and that's all that stuff. But if if that's everywhere, if if the leaders can get away with it. You know, it's, it's, it's a hard point, Cam. On one hand, you're like, yeah, absolutely, she should be paying a bill, but 
that's no excuse for others not to pay theirs. No, but you, you take it back to anything. The the girls come out and said the attorney general raped me. She's committed suicide, and the cops have said nothing to see here. How many people are sitting in jail at the moment because of sexual assaults and rapes? But you know, how many of these politicians in Parliament House at the moment are going to go to jail? I I, I think on the, the the attorney general side, it wasn't the cops that made the decision. It was the the lawyers, the, the prosecutors for the, the cops. That you said the police prosecutors said nothing to see here. There's not enough evidence. That guy, I mean, I think he's going to get sacked now, but wasn't going to get sacked until everyone else started coming out yeah. of the woodwork. What I'm what I'm talking about the double standards, and we want people yeah. to be the best. But when your leaders are being the worst they can possibly be, how do you hold? What are we creating? How do you hold to it to higher standard? What yeah, are, what are we creating? Good call. And, and for the lazy and for the people who don't want to, and because change is hard and growth is hard and sometimes doing the right thing is hard, sometimes you've got to sacrifice in order to do the right thing, you go, well, why should I? Yeah. I'm not saying we do that. I'm just voicing, I'm, I'm being a bit contrarian and going, why the bloody hell should I pay my yeah. hotel bill? No one else is. On the other side, you said it was almost 12 months to the day. They've yeah. only, they're, we're being all released out of our restrictions. Everything's being lifted, right? Yeah. Monday, you're allowed to hit the dance floor again. Rita was like, I'm on the phone to Crystal and Veronique and Ange and we're going partying, we're going dancing because a lot of people, I think... Did Rita get the uh, the presents for her birthday? Because we didn't know. We thought that maybe the... Uh, she did. Oh, she did. Uh, <laughs> she yeah. did, she did. We, we thought that maybe the, the joint kept all the presents. There's a joint twin birthday party. No, because yeah, I... Got I, I, I Put the a million dollars in a briefcase there. So I just wanted to make sure she. Yeah, it's funny. I only got nine hundred thousand. I don't know what happened there. Sorry, I just don't know what happened there. Cam, did you get to the briefcase before? Uh, I don't know. Now do you mention it? I actually told him before <laughs> I put the presents there. Mate, I got to a lot of alcohol because I I introduced myself to Rita again the next morning. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> it's good they had a good night, boys. But. Uh, yeah, so the, the restrictions are lifted. It means are, are we are we past this now? The virus, the antivirus, I should say, is out. The Here's restrictions are being they lift lifted. Restrictions, and then next week there's two cases, and they lock everything down again over two cases. Well, they're not. They say. no, no, no. They they're gonna try not to do that because job keeper is over and gone. So here we are. As of the first of April, we're starting a new cycle. Mm-hmm. Right, so what's going to happen, boys? What do you reckon is going to happen from there? Everyone's getting credit cards because I remove responsible lending. So that's what's happening. Responsible lending laws are gone this month. Same time JobKeeper goes. So anyone who's in trouble is going to be able to go and borrow money, personal loans, credit cards, all that sort of stuff. I'm going to disagree with you there, Cam. And I'll be shocked. (laughs) (laughs) They still make you jump through hoops. For any of that. You have to actually show bank statements, the whole lot. Yeah, but it's it's changing now, mate. They're removing the laws. And yeah. they've, you've always had to show bank statements, right? That's never been a problem. It's what happens when they read those bank statements. Okay. They're reverting back to pre-2018 rules, mate. Okay. And we all sold houses for people who shouldn't have been able to buy them. So I don't know. What, ask me in a month's time, I'll let you know. <laughs> what else has been big... Um Oh, well, what do you what do you think is going to happen with the market then? I ask you. I mean, um, job keeper, job seekers end ending, restrictions are ending, vaccines. No, I, don't, I, don't think What's I, I don't think that job keeper is going to do anything to the market, but I am personally not happy that the market's going the way it's going. 
because we are not creating a bubble, but we are creating a bubble. Because there's no money going overseas, a lot of money going into the houses, but what happens when the overseas open? And so I'm not really happy about this. That Hence, I'm trying to reorganize our offices and prepare them for that next stage. Because that next stage will bring us to September 2008. Maybe not as big, but it's going to be a correction of all of these housings. I mean, we in real estate, guys, we can still see that some of the houses are going at crazy. So process. what's 2000, September 2008? TFC. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember I was running a seminar in, in uh, Fiji. And we heard that on the first day of Fiji seminar. And that was when uh, Obama then asked for that relief. And, for, and George Bush was a president. And this, this is the thing that we are going right now. We, everyone's pumping in money. The media is making such a big deal about New South Wales growth and Australia and this town and that town. Everyone, every Tom, Dick and Harry is now pumping as much as he can into buying a house. Then we have JobKeeper gone. Then we have new uh, rectification where the government is now recognizing may maybe we jumped the gun and we gave too much when it first started. Well, now this is the opportunity to get it back. And I think there's going to be a few things that the government is going to wash their hands like Ponce Pilates and say, well, I wash my hands on this. You guys are going to have to fend for yourself. Then we're going to have carnage. But they're going to control it. I don't believe there will be a carnage, but there will be just a landing. And by September, we're in a new election cycle. And I've, I've said before on here that I don't think any government trying to be re-elected or get elected, even though Labor was stupid enough to muck around with negative gearing and superannuation before the last election, surely they're balloon. We're very close, man. To? To September. Yeah. So I, I don't, don't believe it's far. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is... Do I you, do you, do you guys realise it? We're about to reach the end of the first quarter of yeah. 2021. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. so what I'm saying is I don't, I don't think any government's going to let the housing bubble that we're in or the boom that we're in blow up just before they an election. Uh, in a much more simplistic view, I just don't... People's wages aren't going up, so I don't see how the increase in house prices is sustainable. I know money's cheaper, but... You need a wage to pay for it, so it's got to level off at some point. As I said last podcast, I believe the biggest worry is the media because whatever the media says, people tend to listen to and they've already started talking about the banks moving independently of the Reserve Bank and all that stuff and it won't be long before that starts calling buyers jets. Well, I don't know enough about finance in general or and wasn't uh, 2008. I was early or mid-20s, 2008, so I didn't understand. All, all I knew was Kevin Rudd was giving us money to buy a TV with. So, or get electrocuted um, on the roof. Yeah, or pink bats and all that stuff. So I don't I don't fully understand the, the GFC and all that, that that sort of stuff. So I don't I don't have that fear. But, yeah, what what's going so on? So do you think banks can't. are going to move interest rates or not? No, I, I, don't, I don't think it matters, mate. I think whatever the media oh, no, says. I think it does. Uh, look, banks can, will not move if the... Treasury, what? So I, I think they will. I'm hearing whispers from a few people inside the industry. That's what the um, newspapers are saying. That's what I'm. No, but I'm here. I'm talking to brokers directly, and dro brokers direct links with banks and so forth. 
they're going. The, the banks are wanting to slow the market. They're 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 going wanting to go independent of the Reserve Bank and increase interest rates. So why um, would they want to slow down people coming to them and getting loans, even if they can't afford them? Mate? That, that doesn't make any. Uh, well, we're going to raise interest rates because they want to the make the money. No, the record numbers. They want to make the money back they've lost from last year. The more loans they got, mate, the more they can. So, so this is the this is the news I'm hearing, man. Yeah, but no, no, but this is the big. This is the thing that people are relying on us. The six million listeners. That's what they want to know. They want to know real good knowledge from three guys Who talking fake news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably all is fake news, guys. <laughs> so when are you when are you saying, Chris? Let's have a let's have a. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. No, stop betting, man. <laughs> we know how that went for you last time. Yeah, no, good. Stop betting because you freaking owe me money. Ah, rubbish. I, I, I was there hearing, listening to Rob's telling me good news. And I'm going yes, and he, and then he tells me the next bit. I'm going no. Yeah, good. That's not good, man. That's good. And look at him. I'm going, don't say the next details, bro. One of the banks putting those rates up, mate. Towards the end of the year. Ah, betcha. I, I probably will say that I agree with Chris, and I believe that they will not want to interfere with the election. They are going to wait, and then be around the end of the year, they will just jack it up. The election's going to be probably March next year. We enter an election cycle in September. He, uh, can't mate, call the election. he listen, ain't calling an election at the well, moment with what's going on in the our PM. Room. Our PM is, got, is waiting. He, he's doing the count for the moment. The he, meditation He's room. counting the numbers. <laughs> the meditation room at Parliament House, mate. He's not calling an election yet. He's got to go, medit he's got to go meditate on it for 30 seconds or so. Oh, I don't reckon that banks are putting interest rates up. Yeah. I don't. What's going to happen? It's going to happen. All right, boys, anything else? That's uh, all for me. I wanted to ask you just one question. Donald Trump was the best thing that happened to us in terms of news. Yep. He was better than entertainment. Joe Biden, zero in terms of uh, entertainment. Mm. But what, what do you reckon is happening over there and, and how it's affecting everything? You know how it's gone very, very quiet? Because you hear bits and pieces about things aren't going so well, but it's nowhere near the news as if Trump was stuffing things up, right? So I can't even Because he's screwing up quietly. <laughs> no, he, I don't think uh, he's not screwing up quietly. But because the masses said that Trump had to go and he had to be in, they can't possibly publicise that they might have been wrong about any of it. So there won't be any. And he, a lot of his uh, policies and so forth are placating the those in the minority groups that made the most noise. Yeah, yeah. There's bits of that. I mean, I don't ask me why, but there's one article that caught my attention was. The marijuana laws over there, he's, he's backdated. Anyone who supported it or admitted to in Parliament smoking a joint, they're now get, all getting sacked. <laughs> um, and and after being told, prior to him getting in, being told that don't worry if he gets in, your jobs are safe, he's now booted them. Yeah, and that's because we're back to the war on drugs. Crazy. It's gone so well for everybody. So I think it's that, mate. Nancy Reagan, here we go. You wouldn't know what's going on over there because too many people would be wrong if he wasn't the man for the job. All right, I'm, I'm going to entertain myself. I just want to entertain myself. What do you reckon is going to happen over the next two weeks? What do you think in the next two Where? weeks? What's going to happen here in Australia? Hopefully, no more rain. I'm serious, man. Like, are we going to have? Are we going to get a first jab? When do we say we? Who's we? No, nah, I reckon there's going to be a monumental f up with it, and it'll get pushed okay, back. Okay, so we're not they've already been issued. 
your dad has he been received? The, the, oh, I don't know if he's actually received it, but the the nursing home is on the. They've started, but the rollout was meant. To, everyone was supposed. Everyone in that age group or risk group was supposed to have it by now, essentially. So I, I actually don't, I don't. I have to be honest. I don't know if he's received it or not, but I know that they're rolling it out throughout that chain of nursing homes. I know my sister works at RPA Hospital. She's had her jab, and everyone else is at RPA's had theirs. So they've definitely rolled it out. Okay. I'm just waiting for people to either turn zombies or be cured. And then I'll make a decision from there. But all right, all right. Here's another thing: Are they going to find a rape on the labour side? Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. I come back to your initial question. I won't repeat it. Four thousand percent. Someone, someone has to be thrown under the What's bus. What's today, Thursday? By the end of this week, which is two days away, every side of that politics will be implicated. One way or another, whether they were just sitting in a corner and watching or who were actually participating, there is no way that it was only Liberals. <laughs> oh, not a chance, man. Not a chance. And with the pork barrelling stuff. And the Greens, that it was barnyard animals. I don't know. With the uh, pork barrelling stuff, if I remember, it was about a week before the other side and then it was two days before every side and then it went very quiet all of a sudden. What was it? Bran- branch stacking. That's branch stacking. Branch yeah. stacking. Oh, branch stacking. Unbelievable. Pork There's barrel. always something, man, but... Someone will be thrown under the bus. Will it be the well, Attorney General? No, I don't think it will be. It went very quiet, but the dude that Premier was in trouble for having a relationship with that guy not that long ago who did all the dodgy property deals. He's, oh. a, he's just been recommended for prosecution, so he's going to go to jail, which is probably going to undo the Premier, I would have thought. Lattice. Um, yep. Um, nah, he won't undo. No, 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 mate. People in, in New South Wales already told her that they back her. She's just... Gonna yeah. be visiting the jail and, and seeing it. him more often. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she's gonna get conjugal visits. I that's in the meditation room at Parliament House. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not a bad wine, what mate. Anything's gonna happen Not in the next two weeks, to you? You clearly had something on no, your mind. No, no, I had, no, I had nothing. I, I think I, house prices are gonna go up another thirty-two percent in the next two <laughs> weeks. What <By> tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that house is gonna keep on flying. No problem. It's gonna keep on flying. I think that uh, new new car sales going to keep on flying. I think that people are going to be uh, spending a lot of money. I, I predict that actually over the next four weeks, there's going to be a lot of money spent on this $150,000 tax exemption grant before the uh, financial year. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. going to be a lot of money being spent in business. Oh, Instant asset write-offs and stuff. Businesses are just going to go out and buy. It's so business th- business asset write-off. Yeah. Yeah, because what well, used to be 20 grand, they've made it astronomical. It's 150K. Yeah, 150K now. 150K instantly Instant write-off. Right it's just crazy. Well, you I should have bought buy the Ram because the Ram was a commercial vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> was. Put up a few signs. All right, boys, thanks very much. Thanks, for today. Yeah, boys. Oh, cheers. 150 grand. Cheers. Nice yeah. wine. Bye.